Israel, Germany, Switzerland, and the U.S., billions of dollars of security tokens. We're talking about it this week, right now, right here. Even Gary Gensler with new comments on the industry and the market. You're going to get it all here on the show. Let's dive right in. It's time for the Security Token Show. We're here to bring you the latest and greatest in security token news. Coming from across the globe to your living room. And delivering all the latest STOs and getting you up to date on what's happening in the market. So what are you waiting for? Let's get on with the show. Welcome to the Security Token Show, folks. We're your hosts. I'm Herwig Konings. This is Kyle Silen. We're here in Miami, ready to give you the latest and greatest in security token news. Kyle, it's good to be here in the studio with you, as always. Always great to be back. Episode 208 this week. But before we dive into all of the great news coming up across the program, I did want to shout out our sponsor, which this week is actually us. Herwig, Peter, and myself all were authors of the new best-selling book, Blockchain Explained. We sold a couple hundred copies already and have gotten some really positive feedback. So check it out on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, anywhere you can buy books to learn more about the tokenization economy. Thanks, as always, for your support. And with that, let's get into the show with our top five. And starting off our top five right now, we got ADAR. They are a sustainable solution for waste management, folks, and they are doing a tokenization, of course. They're going to be doing a private offering on Equity Shift using their Byte platform and presumably a secondary listing to follow on their ATS. And this is an equity play with quarterly uh, dividends uh, associated with this offering. So very interesting if you're interested in the waste solution space. Yeah, Equity Shift, one of the newer players on the block with both a broker and a secondary market ATS. So landing a big name client, congrats to them. They are a Security Token Advisors Success Network member. Shout out to everybody on the team. And number four, Herwig, we're going into Israel. Israel's Land Registry has released their plans for a real estate tokenization platform and exchange. So they specifically have a platform for registering assets, managing licenses and transactions, rental agreements, and doing it all using smart contracts, but they don't just stop there. They also have the tokenization of the real estate property itself around the purchase, the sale, even rental agreements and investment dividends all locked in together. And then, of course, the third step of the, the trial, or at least their plan, consists of building an exchange to allow anybody to transact here. They didn't have a launch date on when they're trying to come live with this, so for now it's really just plans, but it's a, it's a pretty comprehensive plan and exciting to see. Big plans, especially when land authorities around the world are typically always looking at the use case of just tokenizing, say, the title or the sure. deeds, but to go the full distance of marketplace and exchange. I think that's pretty big. It's a smart contract wonderland, as I like to say. Everything from the purchase, sale, the rental agreements themselves, investing in, of course, distribution of profits and everything in between on-chain. That's a future I want to see happen. 
Let's see how it goes. Number three, we got big news from the, I'm definitely butchering this, the Hypothecar Bank Lenzberg, about a $7 billion bank, and they have officially joined the SDX. That's the Swiss Digital Exchange. They've got a consortium of several other banks, CM Equity, Kaiser, Credit Suisse, UBS, and others. And this is, of course, their digital arm of the Swiss International Exchange. The SIX is a major global exchange, and STX enables this atomic settlement feature, as well as other features thanks to DLT technology. And so this is pretty big news. The continued growth of the Swiss ecosystem, the more banks uh, clearly are now signing with SDX as their solution, their venue, to go ahead and trade tokenized investments. I think that's very exciting. Uh, very big news out of Switzerland, Kyle. Good, good to see more traction with the SDX. Yeah, this group is in, in whole called the Central Securities Depository, the CSD, and it's now consisting of eight or nine members. So it's exciting to see that continue to grow. And then the number two, Deutsche Börse, with over $3 billion in euros wow. issued through debt offerings. They just released another multi-billion dollar bond that brings it up to that $3 billion total. This is issued on their digital post-trade platform called D7, and they worked with specifically Commerce Bank, who acted as the issuer agent. I did some research into what an issuer agent means. That's basically the representative for the underlying issuer that manages a lot of the cap table stuff. So similar to a transfer agent, except they they really technically the responsibility is on them to work with the issuer as opposed to a transfer agent. That's more the responsibility of the investors in managing the cap table. But a lot of the processes are pretty similar, especially in the European areas. So Deutsche Börse launching more tokenized debt. That brings them over $3 billion in total issued. Gotta love that billion-dollar word when it comes to tokenization, Kyle. Big moves. Number one, though, we got to put our spotlight on the U.S. here, the most famed individual, I think, uh, when it comes to SEC regulation, of course, Chairman Gary Gensler. Uh, he has been once again found on the Hill, uh, this time with the House Committee of Financial Services, and uh, specifically, you know, good five hours of grilling, I'd like to hmm. say. Uh, of course, uh, a lot of the questions were, specifically around how he's regulating and enforcing crypto, some questioning around really trying to put him on the spot, you know, mm -hmm. if you will, with a smoking gun. Uh, there's a lot of questioning whether, you know, he's kind of trying to regulate uh, and policy make through simple uh, measures like doing a, a notice to the staff, for example. So they, uh, there's definitely a, a hot seat, if you will. But sure. if you ask me, Kyle, Gary is, is more or less unfazed by this. I'm just guessing. But I think he's going to kind of move on with this and continue to kind of respond with opaque answers that don't really derive anything uh, and continue to cite the fact that there are existing securities laws in place that he, as the SEC chair, is set forth to enforce, uh, and that's exactly what he's doing, despite the fact that just about everybody uh, on that committee was unhappy with his answers. Yeah, I think to your point, some of the spark notes that were relevant, there was a bipartisan meeting that both political parties here in the U.S. came forward with a letter questioning and trying to encourage the SEC to move forward with a spot ETF approval. And yet in the same week, he actually, they delayed the ruling on a few of the ETF approvals yeah. and, and proposals that he didn't have to do this quickly, which suggests that they really aren't very close to approving. So he really doesn't care what they think. Certainly it's going to require legislation to change that action. Some of the other interesting notes here were that he did 
confirm again that Bitcoin, he does not view that as a security, which is interesting. At least he's consistent on that front. And then, of course, they used an example that caught all of the headlines asking him, well, are Pokemon cards a security? To which point he said he didn't think so. Then they asked, well, if they were sold as digital tokens on a blockchain, what do you think that they're a security? And then he, he responded with something along the lines of, I'd have to learn more. So he did leave the door open that just because it's a digital or fractionalized investment, that could change the reality of the investment structure, even if the underlying product changes at none, really. So very interesting. Again, he's giving those opaque answers that you're mentioning and leaving plenty of opportunities opportunity to seize as much power and control as he can. Classic Gary. We'll see how this develops, especially for the ETF market and crypto regulation as a whole here in the United States. It's definitely an interesting thing to keep an eye on. But with that, that's our top five. So let's head over to Peter Gaffney with our institutional update, as well as a quick news update from the Security Token Advisors Success Network. Hello and welcome back to the STA Success Network updates. This week we heard that Equity Shift's Byte platform has been selected to host Adar Technologies Capital Raise. Adar is a provider of sustainable solutions for today's waste management challenges and will be offering common equity and dividend paying securities to accredited investors and institutions via Equity Shift. And in upcoming events, we have the reschedule of the distribution problem coming up on Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern. This is for both STA Insights and Professional Plan members. That's all for this week. Let's see what Peter has for us in the institutional updates. All right, welcome back to the institutional segment of the show. I'm Peter Gaffney, head of research at Security Token Advisors. Interesting blend of topics this past week. First, I'd like to highlight the multi-billion euro digital bond coming out of Deutsche versus D7 tokenization and digitization platform with some very notable partners. In fact, Deutsche Börse acquired Funds DLT back in August 2023, August of this year, to improve its own tokenization efforts. And in this case here, the firm used Commerce Bank AG as issuer agent for the platform that's now surpassed 3 billion euros in assets issued. Nothing to scoff at. Similarly, but different platform, different jurisdiction, a hypo, the car bank, Lensburg AG joined Six Digital Exchange, SDX, in their central securities depository practice. Another bolstering uh, headline for the well-recognized digital issuance platform over in Switzerland. Lastly, and what I think is perhaps most impactful, Chainlink's cross-chain interoperability protocol, CCIP, is now live on Coinbase's Layer 2 blockchain base. So BASE is making splashes. We know Coinbase sponsored STA's own State of Security Tokens 2023 Q2 report recently, and the firm is making some very tangible progress within the real-world asset tokenization industry. So Chainlink and CCIP is finding itself, finding themselves in some very serious conversations with SWIFT and with other key capital markets infrastructure players. The combo of these two groups, Chainlink and Coinbase, has some serious tremendous potential to bridge gaps in the industry today from both a fragmented infrastructure perspective and demand and buy side perspective via Coinbase distribution channels. So that's all from me for today. Hope everybody enjoyed the Q2 report and read available on my LinkedIn, on stm.co, and on obviously our channels. Uh, now let's see what Sam Sachs has his eyes on in the market this week. Hello and happy Monday. The security token market cap has dipped on the week to 167 billion dollars as boss info ag has seen some downside selling pressure sdx the world's first fully regulated financial market infrastructure for digital assets welcomes 
Hypothere Carbank, Lensberg, as a new member on its Central Securities Depository, or CSD. SDX, licensed by the Swiss Financial Market Supervisory Authority, operates a stock exchange and CSD using distributed ledger technology. With its fully integrated blockchain-based platform, SDX offers a secure and reliable ecosystem for issuance, trading, settling, and custody of digital securities. Pontoro, the financial technology company creating a proprietary and structurally differentiated platform intended to unlock greater access to institutional-grade private market real assets, announced the completion of a $4.6 million C2 funding round led by Ulu Ventures, with participation from other notable names such as Illuminate Financial, Nevcot Ventures, W11 Capital, and others. The oversubscribed investment round at a significant increase in valuation from the previous round endorses Pontoro's mission to unlock liquidity in the project finance space. Pontoro will use the funding to further develop its technology solution that is intended to provide enhanced customization, pricing, and liquidity market participants. And finally, Deutsche Börse issued the first multi-billion dollar euro corporate bond digitally on D7, taking the total value of digital securities issued via D7 to well over 3 billion euros. Amazing news for the blockchain market. That's all for now, but have an amazing rest of your week and we will see you next month. What the heck of a show we have today, Kyle. Really crazy things happening all around the world. I'm curious. Who would you pick as your company of the week this week as who made the biggest moves in the space? I really wanted to shout out the Israel Land Authority. We covered them in the top five because of their comprehensive plan to launch tokenization for real estate, specifically identifying the ownership of the deed and all those different contractual processes and how they can be improved with smart contracts, but then going a step further and also proposing the idea of bringing all the capital flows and transactions on chain through the purchase, through rentals, through profit distributions and everything along that life cycle, and then even going to the next step of the secondary liquidity and providing an exchange for anybody to invest in tokenized real estate. They really seem to have a comprehensive understanding of the applications of this technology. So shout out to the Israel Land Authority. It seems like R-A-M-I, Rami or Rami, is the acronym that they use um, for, for really being forward-thinking in this industry. Forward-thinking is the right words, I would like to say. Uh, definitely, uh, most land registries, as I mentioned earlier, they're not thinking this way, sure. this far ahead. Uh, so huge props. It's a vision that I can definitely get behind. How about you? Uh, my company of the week, it's, it's obviously, it's got to go to me, to the Deutsche Bors, uh, specifically their D7 platform, which is what they use in order to facilitate this corporate bond. But as you mentioned earlier, a multi-billion dollar corporate bond, folks, uh, that's huge, over $3 billion to date. Uh, that clearly puts the Deutsche Bors uh, ahead when it comes to actually leveraging this technology uh, and putting, if you will, the money where your mouth is. Uh, and so for that reason, I have to give the, the DB, the Deutsche Bors, uh, my company of the week specifically for their recent corporate bond. Makes total sense. They now have over $3 billion 
in tokenized issuances for their debt offerings. They are clearly a leader in the corporate bond sector. It's exciting to see that that this framework seems to be working very well for them. I think you could see this surpassing five, 10 billion actually relatively quickly. That's when things get really serious for the RWA world, if you will. So very exciting to see. And with that, Kyle, I think that's our show. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Uh, And if that, if you're missing us during the week while you're waiting till next Monday to check us out again, uh, check out stm.co. Check out our book, Blockchain Explained, on Amazon. Check out our free conference coming up on October 11th uh, at summit.stm.co. Please, it's your one-stop shop for security tokens. We'll talk to you next week. Happy tokenizing.